This is Chris Brooks. Thank you for listening to this edition of Equip. Be sure and subscribe for free so that you don't miss an episode. For more information, visit our website, equipradio.org. Well, hey there, friend. Welcome to another exciting edition of Equip with Chris Brooks. I am so thrilled that you've joined me today. Can you do me a favor? Strap on your seatbelt. We're going to navigate through the contours of culture, as always, with the lens of the biblical worldview on. But before we do that, let me remind you, this is the day that the Lord has made. He has given it as a gift so that you and I can rejoice and be glad in it. So let's do just that. Let's follow the words of the Apostle Paul. Let's rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Well, I hope you're having a phenomenal day and I hope your hearts are preparing for Christmas. This is Advent season where we should be excited about our Lord, our Savior, the implications of the coming of Christ into the world, what it meant that first Christmas and every Christmas ever since. We get a chance to be excited about that, but we also get an opportunity to be intentional. And today we want to talk to grandparents who really have a passion, a wish above all wishes to see your children following Jesus with the promise of heaven as their home. How do you do that as a grandparent in this day and age? Today, we want to help grandparents to uh, create a plan to be intentional, both in prayer and in presence in the life of your grandchildren, and uh, to come alongside you today as a prayer partner and uh, your ministry to your family, you are so important to the life of your family, grandma, grandpa, or maybe you don't go by those names. Maybe you go by Nana or Nina or Papa, whatever name you go by, we want you to know you are so important to our hearts and so important to the family. Today, we want to take the cause of grandparents who uh, really have on their heart the greatest wish of all, the greatest burden a grandparent can have, and that is a heart for your children, your grandchildren, to follow Jesus. Phone number to join the conversation is 877-548-3675. If you're in need of prayer or just wisdom on how do I communicate Jesus' love and the truth of what Christ has done for us, Uh, to my grandson, my granddaughter, especially in this complex cultural moment. We'd love to take your questions as well. 877-548-3675. That's 877-LIVE-675. Today, I am so grateful to be joined by Larry Fowler. Larry is a friend of the program. He's been on many times with me. He's the founder of the Legacy Coalition. Now, many of you may know the Legacy Coalition. They're great work. They're a national grandparenting ministry. For more than 40 years of ministry leadership, Larry has helped men and women to think about how to live a legacy and to reach the generations with the gospel. He served as a youth pastor, a missionary, a staff trainer, international director, and so much more. He joins me today to talk about his newest book entitled My Wish of All Wishes. How are you today, Larry? I'm great, Chris. It's great to be with you. Thanks for having me on. Well, Merry Christmas. Tell me a little bit about Christmas with the Fowlers. Uh, What do you look forward to the most, my friend? 
Well, we look forward to, tr to conversations. We try to always do something as a part of Christmas that will produce the, um, the more meaningful conversations. Uh, of course, we, en we enjoy giving gifts to one another, just like uh, virtually every family, but it's the conversations that we look forward to the very most. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I got to be honest with you. I think I'm in agreement with you, and I think in particular the older we get, the more we appreciate the relational aspects of moments like this. You realize both the reality that people aren't promised to be here forever, and there's certainly people who won't be around the dinner table this year that will be missed, but also you recognize that those conversations you alluded to can lead to something far more important, and that is a relationship with Jesus Christ. And, uh, man, the work of the Legacy Coalition has been so incredible. Talk about the work there that you guys are doing, and in particular, how this newest project is going to help grandparents this Christmas season. Well, we have a vision to, through our ministry, to eat Christian grandparents to be intentional in passing on their faith. And as much as possible, we want to work through local churches. We want to help church leaders to see the value of equipping grandparents. And so we want to come alongside them. But the end result is uh, we want to see Christian grandparents intentional about influencing their grandchildren spiritually. We believe that's a biblical concept. And so um, we want to produce resources and tools to equip them for that, and uh, that's what we do. Well, you guys do a great job at that, and then friends, maybe you've never heard of the Legacy Coalition, and you're a grandparent out there, and you're praying for purpose and direction, and in particular praying for God to use you in a special way in the life of your family, I would really encourage you to find out more. Their website is connected to ours. We have a link there on our website today featuring the Legacy Coalition. So go to EquippedRadio.org. That's EquippedRadio.org. And by the way, I would encourage you to share this interview with Larry as well. You'll not only be blessed, but you'll be a blessing to others. Talk about this newest project, My Wish of All Wishes. Well, I, I've had the personal passion for a while to create something that would express the greatest desire of my heart. And Chris, the greatest desire of my heart is pretty simple. I want my grandkids in heaven with me. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> there's nothing greater than that. And so I decided I wanted to write a children's book that expressed that. And it's entitled My Wish of All Wishes. And obviously, My Wish of All Wishes is that, that my grandchildren will be in heaven with me someday. And um, so I wrote about a, a grandfather talking to his grandchildren about wishes. And at the beginning of the book, they're just fun wishes. Grandfather says, if you had a wish, just what would it be? And the grandkids uh, respond with those fun things. Then he gets more serious, guiding them to more um, meaningful wishes. And then he tells him his greatest wish, and that creates an opportunity to share the gospel. And we want this to be a tool for grandparents to use to share their same passion with their grandkids. It ends with the grandparent and the grandchild there that are reading it together, looking at one another and saying, I want you in heaven with me. And we trust that, that grandparents will uh, find this a very useful tool in sharing the, grand, the, the plan of the gospel with their grandkids.
Now, I think this is a great gift. I really, really do. I think it's a great gift for grandparents to give. You can still do the other stuff for grandma, grandpa. You can still uh, give them the other gifts that they've asked for. But in addition to that, why not add this book as well, My Wish of All Wishes, and uh, let them know, man, I love to read this with you uh, this Christmas and gather around. You know, what a sad thing it is, Larry, to think about a Christmas without any focus on Jesus. But yet that is the reality to some grandparents face as they think about what their grandkids are going to experience. What do you say to those grandparents who are uh, maybe heavy in heart because they know that their grandchildren aren't going to experience a Christmas focused on Jesus? Well, I would say the first thing is make sure that you have a real clear picture of what the parents want for Christmas. And and I've found that most parents that are the kind that you're talking about, they want their they want their kids to have fun. They want to, they want Christmas time to be a fun time for them, and they may see the sharing of the Christmas story as not so fun. So it's a job of a grandparent to figure out well how can I make it fun for them, and maybe even approach it that way with the parents to say look. If, if we could find a fun way to tell about the real meaning of Christmas, uh, would you be open to that? And uh, approach the conversation and see if you can come alongside what the parents want, but at the same time do what you want at the, at the same, in, the, in the same way. Now, Larry, I know you were just talking to parents, but I'm telling you what you just said could have been a workshop for pastors as well. Because I think uh, that's true for the families in our community more broadly. The families in our community are looking for safe, fun places for their kids to enjoy this season. You know, this has been a busy weekend for us here at my local church, Woodside Bible Church, uh, here in Southeast Michigan. We uh, chose to transform our church campus into um, a winter fun land for kids and uh, put up some tents, and there's arts and craft tents, and there's a tubing hill, and there's uh, donuts and hot chocolate, and thousands of families have come through over these last couple of days. We're going to do it another weekend uh, in the f- coming up days as well. But but I think what the draws is exactly what you're saying, and that is, man, even for those who don't believe the gospel yet, they have a desire for their children to have joy. Uh, And I think us recognizing that felt need and connecting that to the ultimate wish of the gospel can be life-changing in this season. And I think uh, I I just, uh, I'm grateful for you sharing that, Larry. Well, uh, we think about it on a personal level too. And um, one personal project I had this last year was to create a little display. I have a um, a manger scene display in my front yard, but I decided I wanted to also do a um, a Charlie Brown Christmas display. So I made the little Charlie Brown characters because certainly in terms of movies that are out there, the Charlie Brown yeah. classic movie is one of the ones that <laughs> contains the, the true story of Christmas. Yeah, no, that's a great way of doing it. Well, friends, here's what I want to do. I want to get into Larry's book, My Wish of All Wishes. 
and uh, helping you to figure out a plan for grandparenting through the holidays. Maybe you're a grandparent who says, I want to be intentional. I want my kids and grandkids to be with me in heaven. But I got some obstacles to that, Chris and Larry. We'd love to help you to work through those challenges and obstacles. You dial the number 877-548-3675. That's 877-LIVE-675. Also, I would love to just pray with you for your grandchildren. Um, Larry in the book talks about the difference between a wish and a prayer. We're going to talk about that and much more on the other side of this break. What is your holiday plan for your grandchildren? Well, I hope part of that includes being intentional. I want to encourage you to find out more at our website, equipradio.org. Now, while you're there, can you support us today as we quickly come to the end of yet another year? Your generosity sets us up to dream big and have much impact in the year to come. Give your most generous year-end tax-deductible gift by going to EquipRadio.org or calling 888-644-4144. Much more to come next up on Equip. This time of year, Christmas music is everywhere. But I want to take you back long before the first Christmas album was ever released to the days of Jesus' birth. In Born a Child and Yet a King, author Nancy DeMoss Wagaman reflects on who Jesus is and why he came by giving us a tour of the gospel and carols. This book is yours with the gift of any amount to equip. Simply call 888-644-4144 or visit equipradio.org. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. Phone number 877-548-3675. Today, I'm joined by Larry Fowler, Legacy Coalition uh, founder. We're praying for your grandchildren. Today is all about grandparenting, wall-to-wall grandparenting, and we want to be a blessing to you. Phone number 877-548-3675. 75. I want to thank three people who recently gave to support Equip. Thank you to Kathy from Mentor, Ohio. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you to Marin from Indianapolis, Indiana. And thank you to Karen from Gowen, Michigan. I live in Michigan. I've not been to Gowen yet, but I appreciate Kathy checking, uh, Karen rather, checking in from there. So appreciate you. Friends, thank you for standing with us today. If you have been blessed through our programs, the resources, and the wisdom, can you stand with us to ensure that we remain on every day in your community to equip Christians to more effectively Live, share, and defend our faith. Find out more at equippedradio.org. That's equippedradio.org. As I mentioned before, Larry Fowler is the founder of the Legacy Coalition. He's also the author of the book, My Wish of All Wishes. Larry, one of the things I love about the book is your uh, explanation of the distinction between a wish and a prayer. You know, so often um, grandparents, and I mean Christian grandparents, share the wish you expressed earlier for their grandchildren to be with them in heaven. But what's the difference between a wish and a prayer? Well, in the book I say this, besides saying wishes, this is a grandfather talking, 
Uh, besides saying wishes, I also say prayers. Between the two words, what difference is there? Well, a wish is a thought that you keep to yourself. It turns to a prayer when you ask God for help. And um, yeah. we know that Christian grandparents, they do have the wish that their grandchildren will be in heaven with them. But you know what, uh, Chris, grandparents can be very intentional about making that a regular prayer, very consistent, regular, intentional prayer. And we ought to be doing that, all of us. Well, you know, when we pray, Larry, you know, uh, that's where wisdom is given. Uh, Praying in particular, praying with an open Bible, that's when God will give insights and maybe some of those um, obstacles uh, that we find so daunting, God can give us a simple insight that can change the entire picture, the entire scenario. You know, another thing that I love about your book is that even before we get to the big wish, the wish as you define it of all wishes, I love the wishes that come before that because as you mentioned, the book seems to intentionally build from, hey, I want a new goldfish or I want a a new puppy to uh, wanting something that has to do more with uh, career and life aspirations to ultimately getting to a place where you are wishing, you're encouraging the grandkids to wish for things that can be a blessing to others, to the ultimate blessing of being with Jesus forever. Just talk about the build in the book. Well, so often when we, I mean, I think probably in many of our families, we have something, a tradition of a birthday wish. We tell uh, kids, make a wish when you blow out your candles. And I imagine most of those wishes are pretty much self-centered. And so part of it is the grandfather mentoring the grandchildren uh, to have better wishes. And so he guides them through that process. And you're right. The very first one is, is Micah in the book wants, to, wants a friend for his lonely goldfish. That's his wish. And, and so we go from there to more, uh, more meaningful ones. And then the grandfather talks about that wishes that have a long impact are more important than those that have a short impact. And of course, if we believe in eternity, then wishes having to do with eternity ought to be the greatest wishes of all. Yeah, that's so good. And it's it's great to meet kids where they are. I love that in this uh, story, the grandpa doesn't um, condemn the other wishes, right? Even though... No, uh, he's yeah, having th- fun with them, yes. He's having fun with them. Even though there are wishes that are certainly more lasting and longer in impact, we, we shouldn't be critical when our grandkids come to us and say, man, I want that game, or I would love to go to Disney World, or whatever their question or, or wish might be, uh, it's an opportunity, isn't it? Yes, and so the grandfather here is setting an example for them because he pulls their wishes out of them and then he finally shares his his own wish and so he really is setting an example for them about what the best wish is well you know i think about how often me and my wife ask ourselves this question larry how often are we inviting our kids into our world and how often are we entering into their world And I think what the grandfather in this story does really well is to say, I want to know what's on your mind. I want to know what's on your heart. Is that important when it comes to sharing the gospel? 
Yes, because if we don't, uh, we end up just building a wall. I remember one time, Chris, uh, my wife and I were in a small group um, in a retirement community. We were not retirement community age at that time, but we were the, you know, so we were the youngest ones. But the lady that was a host for it was sharing about she had brought her 10-year-old granddaughter over to visit. And she was complaining about the fact that her grandfather or her granddaughter just spent all their time on her phone playing a game. And she was irritated. And she said, I told my granddaughter, <laughs> if you don't get off the phone, I'm going to just take you home. And a little bit later, uh, the granddaughter was playing the game again. And the grandma took her home. Yeah. And I thought, oh, my. Yeah, you know, you really made it so the granddaughter's going to want to come see you again. Yeah. Uh, you know, if she would have just taken three or four minutes and said, honey, tell me about the game you're playing explain it to me then the granddaughter probably would have been willing then to sit down and have tea at the kitchen table which was what the grandma wanted you know i'm getting a little bit older larry just celebrated a birthday last week and one of the things that i realized is that me and my daughter i got five kids at home me and my daughter who's 17 listen to different music larry and one of, yes. the, uh, <laughs> one of the conversations we often find ourselves in is who's going to control the radio when we get into the car. And uh, I got to be honest, for a while I was missing some opportunities where uh, she'd play a song of hers and I would say, oh, man, if you really want to listen to good music, listen to this, right? And so yeah, I yeah, yeah. tune in to the stuff I love, right? Yeah, but yes. um, almost like a ton of bricks one day, I just uh, sense, man, you're missing it, Chris. The the conversations you could have by just asking the question, what is it about that song you like? And yes. uh, letting that conversation just spiral into something more, it, it shows interest. It shows that you take seriously uh, what she finds to uh, be valuable uh, but even more importantly, it might just give me insights into her heart, her longings, which prepares an opportunity for the gospel, doesn't it? Yes. In fact, uh, one of the things that we teach often in our seminars and our uh, the different things that we do to equip grandparents, we, we talk about becoming a question asker rather than an advice giver. We could ask opinion. We could add opinion giver to that. Because us grandparents, we're pretty good about sharing our opinions pretty quick. But if we will say, tell me more, you know, those are those three words, Chris, are some of the most important words that. for a grandparent to to use. Tell me more. Tell me more. Yeah. It's an it's not a question, but it's the same as becoming a question asker. We're wanting to draw out from our grandkids what they're thinking so that we can uh, influence them even more. We're going to go to the phone lines in just uh, a, a moment, but I failed to mention earlier, I'm glad my producer reminded me, is we, we have five complimentary copies of Larry's book, My Wish of All Wishes. And I'm telling you, I enjoy reading it. It's a kid's book, but I already thought about, man, how am I going to use this in our family? And I'm telling you, you're going to enjoy it. But we got five complimentary copies that we're going to give to the first five folks who call today for uh, prayer or questions. And so we're going to go to the phone lines in just a moment. I got a few more questions I want to ask Larry, but maybe you're interested in one of those complimentary copies of my wish of all wishes and your grandparent who really longs to see your children 
knowing Jesus, walking with Jesus, with the promise of heaven as their home, the phone number, again, to join the conversation is 877-LIVE-675. That's 877-548-3675. What if you have a family, Larry, that is uh, geographically distant from one another, so it's not as easy to connect as often. What do you give by way of wisdom to grandparents in that scenario? Well, don't let it stop you from connecting with them. Um, you still need to connect. And, of course, technology with, with FaceTime and Zoom uh, makes it so much more convenient to be able to connect even at a distance. Sometimes geographical distance becomes an excuse, an excuse not to connect. And we just can't do that. We have to do what we can to connect regularly. We need to connect in a way that works for them, for the grandkids, more than the way that works best for us. And, of course, most most grandkids above, uh, you know, 12 or 13, certainly teenage and older, are texting all the time. So grandparents need to text. And then when you do get together, um, one thing that my wife and I have really tried hard to do is we try to spend time with each one of them. Wow. Uh, Individual time together is a huge, huge benefit. We get all sorts of responses from them we'd never get in the family setting. So individual time together when you do get together. Well, Larry, we are in the minivan season of life. We typically load up and go as a family. But you are so right. That individual time is so, so valuable. Folks are calling in from Florida to Indiana to Illinois, Ohio, points in between. We're going to take your calls after this break to pray for your grandkids, to give you wisdom on how you can grandparent through the holidays. Find out more by going to our website, equipradio.org. Some free giveaways on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. So grateful to have Larry Fowler with us. We're talking to grandparents and parents who might be dropping on the conversation uh, about how to grandparent through the holidays and even more importantly, how to leave a legacy of faith that reaches the next generation and the next generation so that your grandkids can follow Jesus and know that heaven is their home. Uh, We're featuring Larry's new book. It's a children's book entitled My Wish of All Wishes. And I love the book, and I wanted to commend it to you. Larry, I mentioned before we went to break, we had some complimentary copies we were going to be sharing with those who are calling in for prayer, for their grandkids, for wisdom and advice. And so let's do that, Larry. Let's go to the phone lines. Rod is listening in Indiana. Hey, Rod, thank you so much for listening to equip how can we pray for you today oh hi chris yeah um so my wife and i have one grandchild she is five years old um our son's a christian but our daughter-in-law isn't and Mm. so our prayer for them ever since they got married is that she would become a christian and of course we have that prayer for our granddaughter and we take her to church with us every opportunity that we're permitted to and we just try to pour into her all the time of God's love and salvation and our desire for her to be with us in heaven. So praying for our granddaughter and praying for our um, daughter-in-law as well. 
So good. Larry, I'm going to ask you to pray before you do any uh, encouragement or uh, advice you give to uh, Rod. Rod, sounds like you're already intentional about trying to influence that granddaughter. So praise God for you and for the, for the good work you're doing. And the other thing to just keep in mind is uh, make sure that you're doing everything that you can to maintain a good relationship with that daughter-in-law because um, your influence comes through a relationship. So you want to build a relationship with her. I'm sure you're doing that. Let's, uh, let's, let's go to prayer. Heavenly Father, <clears throat> excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, Heavenly Father, I, I pray for Rod right now. We pray that you will continue to, to uh, give him and his wife strength as they want to uh, impact this granddaughter for Jesus Christ. And Father, thank you that they have the opportunity to take her to church with them. And we pray, Father, for the salvation of this little girl's mom. We, Father, we not only want our grandkids in heaven with us, we want those uh, daughters and sons-in-law and uh, our, our children as well. So we pray for your blessing over him. We pray that you will give him extra wisdom and power and strength. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, Rod, we're going to get you a copy of My Wish of All Wishes, and that's a great book for you to share with your five-year-old precious granddaughter. You stay on the line and uh, just know we are praying with you and for you. Uh, Larry, let's go to Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Nancy is listening there. Hey, Nancy, thank you so much for listening to Equip. How can we help you today, Nancy? Hi. Um, I'm sorry. I'm doing this on a cell phone. I've never do, done this before. The weather's so beautiful. I'm out spraying weeds. Um, <laughs> go right ahead. So what, my question is, I didn't grow up in a Christian home. I didn't have grandparents. Um, so I'm on a learning curve. I do have my eldest um, grandchild. Um, hi. I think I'm saying this twice. No, go right ahead. We can hear you clearly. Okay. Okay. What it is is... Uh, I think you might be uh, hearing it echo back to you, but I, we're hearing you I clearly, am. Nancy. And well, it sounds like what you're asking for is just some help for a grandparent who maybe didn't grow up in a Christian home but yet wants to see her grandchildren following Jesus. And, uh, Larry, as you think about Nancy and other grandparents who uh, are in that boat uh, trying to be what they didn't see, what do you uh, recommend, Larry? Well, if you're a reader, the the number one book I would recommend is the book that the title of it is simply Grandparenting by Josh Mulvihill. That's, uh, he's a friend of ours and friend of our ministry. Last name is spelled M-U-L-H-I-V-I-L-L. I, I'm sorry, M-U-L-V-I-H-I-L-L. Uh, then we would also recommend that you uh, participate in a small group with our a grandparenting matters study. Uh, it's just a, a great series that is kind of Christian grandparenting 101. And then the final thing is at Legacy Coalition, we have a every Monday night, we have a webinar entitled Grand Monday Nights. We have different speakers on there, all about the topic of grandparenting. You can join in uh, just by going to our website and finding that. 
Uh, it's live on Monday nights, but then it's replayed throughout the week until the next one. Yeah, I love that. And Nancy, please know that we're praying for you, but you uh, clearly have the right heart, the right desire, and the Legacy Coalition is really a resource that helps grandparents just like you uh, to be able to uh, impart their faith and to encourage the faith of their grandchildren. Father, I pray for Nancy. I ask that you would encourage her heart, that you would remind her that this call today Um, Lord, might just change a generation as she gets the resources needed to be intentional in her impact in the lives of her grandchildren. Uh, This is a special day for Nancy and her family. So, Lord, bless her, bless these grandchildren and children to know Jesus, to love Jesus, to follow Jesus, and to pass on their faith to their children and grandchildren as well. We ask it in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Nancy, why don't you stay on the line? My producer will get your information, and we're going to send you a complimentary copy of My Wish of All Wishes uh, by Larry Fowler. Thank you so much, Nancy, for giving us a call. Uh, What if there's animosity and tension in the family? It's palpable. It's tangible. It's keeping distance. It's erected walls. How do you navigate through that as grandparents? Well, um, if you're uh, feeling the tension yourself, or if the tension is between other family members, it really doesn't matter. Step one is to start to pray very intentionally for the holidays in particular. If that's coming up and you're looking to the holidays and knowing that Uh, It's not going to be real harmonious, that there could be a blow up, there could be an argument or something like that. Then start right now to pray very intentionally for those that are that might be involved in something like that. And Chris, you and I know, and so, so many on the call know, too, that when you pray for somebody, it's really hard to stay upset at them. God changes us as we pray for somebody else. And that really is step one. And then, and then I would say, you know, plan to take a little step, just a little step towards making the relationship better. Don't try to solve everything this Christmas, but take a little step. Um, maybe it's to show interest in their interests. Maybe it's to become a question asker more than an advice giver, but take a little step towards uh, resolving the issues if there's any way that you can as you bathe it all in prayer. You know, patience is not uh, easy. And yet it seems like at the core of what you're advising, Larry, is not only intentionality, but how much of it is just sheer patience? Patience, and and I would add grace, too. Um, What do you mean by that? So, well, there are so many times where we... where, where the other person is being mean or the other person is not being understanding. And, and our, our tendency is to think, well, they don't deserve kindness. They don't deserve a listening ear. Well, isn't that, isn't that what grace is, is giving someone what they don't deserve. And especially to show the love of Christ in a way that they, that they um, can receive it. But maybe they don't deserve it. You give it anyway. That's that's what grace is. 
Well, you know, and the other thing that uh, the caller earlier, that uh, Nancy, who I so appreciate, her call earlier is a reminder of, is we kind of assume that everyone's been exposed to the truth of the gospel or that everyone yes. has uh, been exposed to the teachings of Jesus. But then you encounter, like we just did with Nancy's call, someone who says, no, I wasn't raised with the gospel around me. Uh, In other words, we can't go in, Larry, it seems to me, with the assumption that this person already knows. For many people, I'm reminded that I might be the first real relationship they have with a follower of Jesus Christ. And so how I model my faith will have a profound impact on them. And I think, Larry, that's important that we don't forget. Yes, um, when we look at the example of Jesus, when Jesus dealt with his disciples, many times that he he just came out, he just told them truth. And, you know, like with Peter, he said, get behind me, Satan. Well, that was, Peter was acting like Satan, so Jesus was being very forthright with him. But when it came to sinners, Jesus always led with grace so that they would receive truth. And that needs to be an approach that we take very, very seriously. We lead with grace. We shower people that are not believers with grace so that they will receive truth. That's a a clear, clear pattern in Jesus' life, and we need to copy it. Lead with grace, but don't compromise truth. Man, is that refreshing to hear. Friends, I can't help but to think as we have this conversation today, about the fact that Equipped is a multi-generational ministry. And when you support Equipped through your prayers, through your generosity, what you're really doing is saying, I want there to be a witness to my children and my grandchildren in our community. And uh, we, I believe, are just that, a complimentary ministry to the local church, uh, but one nevertheless that's so, so important each and every day uh, on this local station. We get a chance to broadcast uh, this program and unashamedly uh, with our feet planted firmly in the gospel of Jesus Christ, proclaiming to a new generation, your children and your grandchildren, that Jesus is Lord. If that's important to you, can you call us today and stand with us with a generous year-end tax-deductible gift Dial this number, 888-644-4144. That's 888-644-4144. And uh, we'd love to connect with you today. Also, go to our website, equipradio.org. What's your wish of all wishes? Well, Larry, in his newest book that bears that title, shares what his wish is. I think it's the wish of every Christian grandparent If it's not, it should be. We want to help you to make sure your kids know the name of Jesus and what makes him so, so special. Well, we live in a secular age. How do we help our children who are being influenced by that secular culture and our grandchildren? We'll talk about that with Larry Fowler right after this break. Go to our website, equipradio.org. Or dial the number 888-644-4144. 
It's December, and here at Equip, we want to thank you for your generous gifts throughout this year. Your donations bless others with the truth of the gospel, and together, we're pointing people to the life-changing hope and freedom of Jesus Christ. Let's finish this year strong by continuing to support this ministry and program, or become a first-time investor in the ministry. Give us a call today at 888-644-4144, or go to EquipRadio.org. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. Larry Fowler is my guest. For those of you who are interested and eager to get a copy of the book, you go right to our website. It has a link there to the Legacy Coalition page for you to order your copy of the book. Go to equipradio.org, click on Program Details program details. And when you click on program details, you'll see the link and you'll be able to connect so that you can get a copy of my wish of all wishes. Let's go back to the phone lines. Jeanette is listening as well in Titusville, Florida. Hey, Jeanette, thank you so much for listening. How can we pray for you today? You. Well, I have grandchildren um, that live in Texas. So I just want to say we do the best we can raising our children to be godly parents, and then they go and raise their children and they're not in church. And it's the most heartbreaking thing, you know, when you do the best you can. So what I do when I go visit them, I bring them a Bible, and I read Bible stories to my grandchildren. But when it's not around the clock, it's like hard because I don't live near them. And um, it's very difficult when you feel like you got to zip your lips because it's not your kids. And, you know, so I just wanted to share that because I know I'm not alone in this, that other grandparents feel the same way. But we do the best we can and we keep praying. But, yeah, it's just challenging in a secular world that we're living in. It's just a struggle. Well, you're you're, uh, speaking the uh, the heart. Uh, pain uh, that many grandparents are experiencing, Jeanette, and you're a blessing. And I just want to say that thank you for loving your kids and exposing them to Christ, your grandkids uh, as well. Uh, Larry, we're going to give Jeanette a copy of My Wish of All Wishes. Uh, and, and I would love to uh, to encourage her heart today that way. What, what advice or encouragement would you give to her? Well, she's certainly right. Uh, Jeanette, you are not alone. There are so many grandparents that have that same same struggle. And um, I, I guess uh, I, it sounds like that you are being very intentional when you go to visit, and that's just great. And it sounds like that you, that your children allow you to do that with your granddaughter, which is really good. Uh, that's, that's a benefit as well. So just keep that up. Uh, keep praying hard for them. Remember um, that that influence comes through a relationship. And the more that you have a close relationship and a godly presence in your granddaughter's life, then as the years go by, the more she's going to come to you and see the difference that a life lived for Jesus really makes. So your example can be incredibly powerful in her life as well as the things that you do. It's not just what we do, it's who we are that really impacts people. You know, um, Jeanette, I just want to use an example uh, that comes from the world of sports, and you don't have to follow sports to get it. 
but every year a different city hosts the Super Bowl, and it was, oh, man, back in 2000, 2001 when my hometown hosted the Super Bowl, and there was a slogan. It was a theme that the whole city adopted as we prepared for the Super Bowl that year, and the theme was the world is watching. The world is watching. And um, I think about that as uh, as a parent. Uh, I think about that in our conversation today uh, about grandparenting. Uh, our grandkids are watching. Other grandparents are watching. Just as we are walking out got the gospel, uh, living it out in our lives, man, uh, there are kids uh, children, grandchildren, friends, family members, neighbors that are watching us. The world is watching. And so thanks for being faithful. Father, we pray that you would bless Jeanette and her grandchildren in Jesus' name to know you, to amen. love you, and to follow you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Stay on the line, Jeanette. Thanks for your call. Um, Larry, as we conclude our conversation today, what's your ultimate hope for those who pick up the book and even those who connect with the Legacy Coalition today? Well, in, in terms of the book, uh, uh, what I my, my hope is that it will create an opportunity for them to share the gospel with grandchildren or maybe to um, even lead them to Christ. Through, through that conversation. Some of them will be sharing this book with grandchildren who have already uh, trusted in Christ as their Savior. So it really becomes an opportunity then to say to those grandchildren, look, I, I, I want you, as you are a believer, I want you to have a passion to pass on your faith down to future generations. Uh, I am impressed by Scripture, Chris, where there's so many places where multiple generations are mentioned. And one of the passions that we have in Legacy Coalition is for Christian grandparents to have a multi-generational vision of not only seeing their grandchildren come to know Christ, but having a vision for their grandchildren's grandchildren to come to Christ. Mm -hmm. And when we have that vision, it changes our conversations, it changes the things we do, it changes how we spend our time. That's a passion that we have in Legacy Coalition. Well, Larry, you're a blessing. I so appreciate you carving out time to be with us today. May God bless all the Fowler family, and may you have a very Merry Christmas. Thanks, Larry. Thank you, Chris. Friends, I want to invite you to find out more at our website, equipradio.org, about Larry Fowler. While you're there, find out about our gift of the month as well to you. It is... a Born a Child and Yet a King by Nancy Walgaman. Please support the program. Until we're together again next time, as always, remember, Equip with Chris Brooks is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.